0: Hello, welcome to Bits and Pieces. I'm Nevada Drew, and today I'm going to be doing a Warlock of Firetop Mountain read through. I suppose is the word read through playthrough, one of those two. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we're going to be we're going to be fighting monsters. We're going to be adventuring, but of course, this all starts in the traditional fighting fantasy role as me rolling some dice to figure out what my skill, stamina, and luck are. So let's start off with some skills. We've got a five. I am quite skillful. Come on, pen. There we go. Don't let me down. Right, roll two. Oh, I added six to that skill, so I'm on eleven. Roll two dice for my stamina, which is four, which is not good, but it gets plus twelve added to it, so we're on, um... Oh my god, maths, sixteen. Uh, 11, 16 and then roll one more for luck, and add six to it. My luck is six, because I rolled a one. Seven, even, because I rolled a one. So, yeah. Luck. Could have been higher. I'd could have liked it to have been higher. Do we start off with anything else? I have a feeling that I want to take a potion of fortitude. Fortitude times one. Okay, here we go. It begins. begins with rumours. Rumours. Remember, the warlock of Firetop Mountain. Only a foolhardy adventurer would embark upon such a perilous quest without first finding out as much as possible about the mountain and its treasures. For your arrival at the foot of Firetop Mountain, you have spent several days with the townsfolk of a local village some two days journey from the base. Being a likeable sort of person, you found it easy to get on with the local peasants. Although they told you many stories about the mysterious warlock's sanctuary, you could not feel sh- sure that all, or indeed any, of these were based on fact. The villagers had seen many adventurers pass through on their way to the mountain, but very few had ever returned. The journey ahead was extremely dangerous that you knew for certain. Of those who returned to the village, none contemplated going back to Firetop Mountain. There seemed to be some truth in the rumour that the warlock's treasure was stored in a magnificent chest with two locks, and the keys to these locks were guarded by various creatures within the dungeons. The warlock himself was a sorcerer of great power. Some described him as old, others as young. Some said his powers came from an enchanted deck of cards, others from the silky black gloves that he wore. The entrance to the mountain was guarded by pack of warty-faced goblins, stupid creatures, fond of their food and drink. Towards the inner chamber, the creatures became more ferocious. To reach the inner chambers, you would have to cross a river. The ferry service was regular, but the ferrymen enjoyed a good barter, so you should save a gold piece for the trip. The locals also encouraged you to keep a good map of your wanderings, for without a map, you would end up hopelessly lost within the mountain. When it finally came to your day of leaving. The whole village turned out to wish you a safe journey. Tears came to the eyes of many of the women, and young and old alike. <laughs> oh, this is just telling of its day. <laughs> you couldn't help wondering whether they were tears of sorrow shed by eyes which would never see you alive again. Now, turn over. The steep face in front of you looks to have been savaged by the claws of some gargantuan beast. At last... Your two-day hike is over. You unsheathe your sword lay it on the ground with a sigh of relief as you lower yourself down onto the mossy rocks to sit for a moment's rest. You stretch, rub your eyes, and look up at Firetop Mountain. The very mountain itself looks menacing. The steep face in front of you looks to have been savaged by the claws of some gargantuan beast. Hmm. I read the bit underneath the picture before. Sharp rocky crags jut out at unnatural angles. At the top of the mountain you can see an eerie red colouring, probably some strange vegetation, which has given the mountain its name. Perhaps no one will ever know exactly what grows up there, as climbing to the peak must surely be impossible. Your quest lies ahead of you. Across the clearing is a dark cave entrance. You pick up your sword, get to your feet, and consider what dangers may lie ahead of you. But with determination, you thrust the sword home into its scabbard and approach the cave. You peer into the gloom to see dark, slimy walls with pools of water on the stone floor in front of you. The air is cold and dank. You light your lantern and step wearily into the blackness. Cobwebs brush your face, and you hear the scurrying of tiny feet. Rats, most likely. You set off into the cave. After a few yards, you arrive at a junction. Will you turn west or east? Uh, A wise man once said, when in doubt, turn left. Page 71 it is for me. Well, page 71. Number 71. There is a right-hand turn to the north in the passage. Cautiously approach a sentry post on the corner. And as you, and as you look in, you can see a strange goblin-like creature. In leather armour asleep at his post. You Try to tiptoe past him. Test your luck. Okay, so. Whenever I test luck, it means I have to reduce my luck by one. Which is why having seven is not ideal. I'm uh, just checking what I need to do. Test luck, I think. I just roll the dice. But let's just see. Losing luck. So, anyway. Test my luck. If you are lucky, he does not wake up and remains snoring loudly. If I am unlucky, you step with a crunch on some loose ground and his eyes flick open. So, at the moment, let's see. Ah, here we are. So, roll two dice. If they are equal to or less than my current luck score, I have been lucky. Here we go. So, my bet let two dice. My luck score is seven, so I need less than seven, which seems unlikely. I got a six. It happened. I was lucky, but that is one of my luck down. I've only got six luck now. Uh, okay. I'm lucky. He does not wake up and remains snoring loudly. Turn to 301. I might stop saying the numbers out loud. I feel like it ruins the immersion. The, um, the immersion. Also, there's a nice picture of, of, of the troll, of the troll, the goblin-like creature. I do love the art. He's very detailed, and he is sleeping soundly. Anyways, here we are. We succeeded. To your left, on the west face of the passage, there is a rough-cut wooden door. You listen at the door and can hear a rasping sound, which may be some sort of creature snoring. Do you want to open the door? Yes or no. Or, yes, or press on northwards. I think we should open the door. Before we do this, I should also state something that I should have said to begin with. If I die, I am going to rewind time and continue forward to try and read slash see as much of this book as possible. So, this could be bad for me. Anyway, we're going to turn to page 82 as we open the door. The door opens to reveal a small smelly room. In the centre of the room is a rickety wooden table, on which stands a lit candle. Underneath the table is a small wooden box. Asleep on a straw mattress, in the far corner of the room is a short, stocky creature with an ugly, warty face, the same sort of creature that you found asleep at the sentry post. He must be the guard for the night watch. You may either return to the corridor and press on northwards, or creep into the room and try and take the box without waking the creature. If I want to try and steal the box, I must test my luck. Ooh, that is really tempting. Shall we try... Go on. Go on. I mean, we risk it for biscuits, don't we? That's, 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 that seems reasonable. Come on, we're going to be lucky. we're rolled a six again, so uh, I needed to match it or lower. So I was successful. I believe that's the case. I'm just going to check the rules. Equal or less, yes, so we succeeded. You leave the room and open the box in the passage. Inside, you found a single gold piece and a small mouse, which must have been the creature's pet. Oh, I feel so mean. <laughs> and, although, why was he keeping it in the box? You keep the coin and release the mouse, which scurries off down the passage. Gain two luck points. Oh, nice. So I've got one gold. I gain two luck again. Oh, that's brilliant. I'm back on seven. That worked out brilliantly. Right, turn to 208. Further up the passage, along the west wall, you see another door. You listen at it, but hear nothing. If I want to try and open the door, I can turn to the thing. Or I can continue northwards. I think we've had about as much as we can do with doors, opening them and not having bad things happen. So I'm going to continue upwards without doing this one. So we're going to continue northwards along our journey. Further up the passage, on the west wall, you see another similar door. You listen at the door and hear the worst singing you have ever heard in your life. Do you want to go into the room and in- to investigate this hideous din? Or walk on up the passage? I don't want to have a fight with anything. So I'm going to continue up the passage. Although, do I, conti- do I fight the thing? Or do I not fight the thing? Fight the thing... Not find the thing. That is the question of the things. We are going to. We're well not even find. I don't even know what's in there. Three seventy would be to find out what's in there. Three seventy. Shall we have a look inside? Let's have a look inside. We missed the door. Let's op- Let's have it open. Let's open the door. The door opens to reveal a small room. The room is dirty and unkept. A straw mattress lies in one corner. In the centre of the room is a, sm- is a wooden table, upon which a candle burns, lighting the room with its flickering flame. A small box rests under the table. Seated around the table are two small creatures with warty skin, dressed in leather armour. They are drinking some sort of grog, and by the way they stagger to their feet on your arrival, you assume they are very drunk. You may either draw your sword and leap forward to them- at them, or slam the door quickly and run on up the passage. Uh, I mean, this is kind of what I expected, some, in some sense, anyway. I think we just continue. I mean, I don't, unless I have to fight stuff, I don't necessarily want to. Although, like, surely they're, like, I feel really mean attacking them. Like, they're just, they're just having a drink. Just having a, you know, a bit, just a beer. After, uh, it feels a bit cruel to just get them. So, I'm, I'm just going to continue with the passage. I'm going to go for Ah, yeah, 42, 42. There we go. You eventually arrive at the end of the passage at a three-way junction. You must either turn west or east. Well, you know, wise man, left, west. So how we do? That's how we do. We're moving on. So we're moving on. We've not stabbed anyone. We've gained some luck. We've gained some gold. The passage runs straight for several metres and then ends at a wooden door. You listen at the door and hear angry shouts coming from within. Will you investigate or turn back? I think we investigate. If the angry shouts, maybe there's someone who's friendly inside. Let's go 168. It's 168, Yet You open the door to a large room and a large chair behind a solid-looking table suggests to you that someone or something of rank uses this room. A chest in the centre catches your eye. In the corner of the room stands a man-sized creature with a warty face. Standing over a smaller creature of, of a similar race. It was accidentally rhyming. With a whip in his hand, the orc chieftain, crikey, has been beating his servant, who is whimpering beneath him. Will I attack both? Spring at the chieftain in the hope that the servant will aid you. Leave this room and head. I think we try and beat up the, the, the chieftain. I think we, yeah, come on, we can take a chieftain. Let's try taking our chieftain. Numbers, let's do it, let's chieftain. Chieftain fight. As you spring at the chieftain, his servant rises to his feet and picks up a heavy wooden stick and joins the melee, but to your disappointment he attacks you. Damn. Ungrateful wretch. Seeing this you may escape through the door to the corridor or continue the fight. If you choose to escape, you suffer the normal escaping penalties. I haven't read what they are. Okay. I'm gonna just fight him. Let's fight him. Let's let's just let's just fight him. Let's go three seven two and fight him. The battle commences. So, our Orc Chieftain. He has a skill of 7 and a stamina of 6. Whereas our Servant has a skill of 5 and a stamina of 3. Fight them one at a time if I defeat both of them turn to 21. Okay, so fight one at a time. i got my two dice. Two different sets of dice. Uh, and let's fight the Servant first, shall we? Okay, so Servant rolled 7, I rolled 4. Uh, let's see. So, I've forgotten why, add to what. So, the Servant has 7 plus it's 5, so it's got 13, whereas I have 4 plus 11, which is 15. 12 rather than 13, numbers. So, the Servant's taking a damage. I think we should use a use luck to try and just finish it off, because I'll be able to do an extra damage if I manage to get my luck through. Yes. Okay. Let's roll our luck. Our luck passes. We go down a thing. On six, the orc servant is just dead. He's just dead. He's dead. So it's it's the orc chieftain's turn. Here we go. So the orc chieftain rolled four, and I rolled a nine, which is pretty darn good. And uh, so he's on eleven, whereas I am on twenty. So he takes two. So he takes two damage. Pow. We go again. Oh no, he rolled 9 this time and I only rolled 6. So his is 7. He's on 16, whereas I have a skill of 11. Uh, 11 plus 6. So 17. He's on 16. Uh, he takes another 2. He's on 2. Come on, we can do this. We can beat the Orc Chieftain. Oh, I rolled a 12, a perfect 12. The Orc Chieftain is dead and I didn't take any damage, which I am well impressed by. <laughs> Uh, so we defeated them. They're both dead. I did lose luck, but you know it was worth doing to just make sure that nothing bad happened. Uh, go to twenty-one. They've both been defeted, defeted, defeted. The green blood of the dead orcs smells foul as it seeps from their bodies. You stand around the corpses and investigate the chest. It is stu- is a sturdy affair made of strong oak and iron. It's firmly locked. You may try to smash the lock with my sword, or leave it alone and go through the door. I think I'm going to smash it open. Surely that's the right thing to do. 339, smash open. The lock was obviously inadequate. It flies off and lands on the floor several metres away. You lift up the heavy lid, and your eyes widen as you see the golden sheen coming from within. A fair number of gold pieces are inside. In one corner lies a small black bottle with a tight glass stopper containing a liquid of some kind. Also in the chest is a silky black glove. But as you are admiring this treasure, you hear a soft click and a wince as the pain of a small dart shoots towards your stomach. Roll one die and subtract this number from your stamina to determine the eff- to determine the effect of the poison on the dart's tip. Oh dear. If you're still alive, turn to 201. Oh dear. Oh, I'm not going to die because I- I've-, I've got 16 stamina. However, I do take two damage. So I'm, I've only got 14 stamina now. I mean, <laughs> if you're still alive. That would have been dreadful. Oh, these this this looks mean. Right, 201. We survived. You sink to the floor you pull the dart out and decide to bandage the wound. This gives some relief, but you still feel weak. You decide to take it easy and examine the contents of the chest. But if you wish, you may eat some provisions here. There are 25 gold pieces. That puts me on 26. And the label of the bottle shows it to be a potion of invisibility. Oh, yeah. Invisi, good for one dose. The glove is a mystery. You may put any or all of these into your haversack and leave the room. I put them all in. I'll get the glove. Yeah, a mystery glove. Write this down. Mystery glove. There we are. Mystery glove. Got you. Two nine three. We oh, took a took a dart to the midriff, but you know. Okay. Anyway, uh, we take the twenty five gold pieces. We've got those. We've got our potion of invisibility and our mystery glove. You arrive back at the junction in the passage and walk straight on eastwards. Turn to one one three. Oh well, that's pretty good. We've got some money. Remember the rumour earlier said to have some money left, so we didn't we can pay for the river crossing. We've got loads of money now. You arrive at another junction in the passage. You may either go northwards or continue eastwards. I think we should go north. I we've not really done much at all. we kind of wiggled back and forth a bit, so let's go north. Uh, 285. You see a well-used door on the right-hand east side of the passage. With your ears to the keyhole, you listen and hear a man screaming for help inside. You open the door... Or walk on. I think we should open the door. Maybe he can help me in some way. 2-1-3. The door is locked. You may try to charge it down by rolling two dice. If the number roll is equal to or less than your skill, store, skill, skill, store, skill score, the door bursts open. I mean equal to or less than my skill. My is 11, so 7. Nicely done. The door bursts open. Uh, number 36. The door bursts open. The locked door bursts open and a nauseating stench hits your nostrils. Inside the room, inside the room, the floor is covered in bones, rotting vegetation and slime. A wild-haired old man with clothes in rags rushes at you, screaming. His beard is long and grey and he is waving an old wooden chair leg. Like- is he simply insane as he appears, or has this been some kind of trap? You may either shout at him to try and calm him down, or draw your sword and attack him in turn. Should we shout at him, try and calm him down? I think he's insane. I don't think there's much we can do. I think we draw our sword and attack. Do we do that? Or should we try and talk to him? We've got a bit of health. Yeah, we've got a bit of health. We're not on our health. Yeah, let's, let's just attack him. What are we doing? Three, five, three. You lunge at the old man as he leaps towards you with outstretched arms and run him through with the sword. With the... In the <laughs> and running through the chest with your sword. You curse as you realise he was making no attempt to attack you. His wild excitement must merely have been relief of the being imprisoned for what had apparently been a very long time. Oh, dear. You will now get no information out of him on the perils of, his, of the adventure ahead. Turn to 314 and progress up the passageway. Well, that was a mistake. But you know what? Mistakes happen. And you just, you know, break the old man out of a room and stab him. Why was he wielding a chair leg? Like? I mean, who excitedly wields a chair leg? Like? Further up the passage, you see a door in the east wall. You listen hard, but can hear no sound. Do you want to open the door and investigate? If so, hmm, or shall I continue walking up the passage i think we continue up the passage turn to 300 some doors are just traps i've decided some doors are just traps. on the east wall of the passage you see another door this time made of solid metal listening at the door you hear a sound of tortured screams coming from within if you wish to try and open the door turn to 102 if you decide to ignore continue on Hmm. i'm going to try and open this one this one seems yeah 102 102 the door is not locked and opens The the room in front of you seems to be a small torture chamber with various torture devices around the walls. In the centre of the room, two small hunchback creatures are having their fiendish way with a dwarf, who's tied to a hook in the ceiling by his wrists. The two hunchbacks are poking and cutting him viciously with their swords. The dwarf lets out a final scream and falls silent, his eyes closed. His captors make disappointed noises and look round angrily at you, as if it was your fault the dwarf had collapsed. You must act quickly. Shall I close the door, continue around the room, draw my sword, and try and fight the creatures? Stride over to the dwarf and give him a jab with my sword and put an evil laugh for the torturers? I mean, the last one seems really mean. However, the other two might be able to help me in some way. Should we be really mean? No, we should should fight the dwarf, fight the dwarves, (laughs) fight the creatures, shouldn't we? We should fight the creatures, save the dwarf, and see if he can help. Let's do that. Let's try and save the dwarf. Let's not, you know, let's let's not do be evil. Let's just, you know, be good, be nice. Number nineteen. Let's let's do it. Let's do some fighting. There we are. These two evil creatures are goblins. They attack you one at a time. Uh, so, first goblin has a skill of five and a stamina of five, and the second goblin has a skill of five and a stamina of six. Okay, so uh, let's fight the first one first. Let's do this. So. Goblin number one rolled a seven, and I rolled a seven. Uh, I beat it rather deftly with my sword, uh, which puts it on a stamina of three. Let's try it again. Ooh, five versus seven. Uh, it's going down again because my my skill is way higher than it. A bit of a bit of a badass, you know. Ooh, sorry, that dice was cocked. Roll again. Oh crumbs! There's I've got a, It's twelve. That's 12. 12 versus my 7. I mean, 12 plus for 5 is, is is 17. And my 5 is 7 plus my 1. Is, is Oh, oh, I still win. I still win. It's fine. It's fine. It's dead. It's dead and dead. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Rolling. Uh, so, uh, 9 versus my 7. Uh, which is fine because I'm way stronger than it. So, the second one has taken 2 hits. 2 sits so on 4. Next, we've got let's see, uh, a nine versus an eleven. Definitely, nothing bad happening there. Uh, and then once more, pow! Uh, yep, that is another dead creature. I am doing really well so far. In fairness, skill of five versus skill of eleven, he would have to roll six more than me in order for it to just draw. So that's not happened yet. Uh, I I kill the goblins. Turn to three one seven. Right. Three one seven. Come on, Dwarf. Have you got any useful information for me? You cut down the Dwarf. He is, as you guessed, dead. He has no information. If you're going through the pockets of the two goblins, you find a large piece of sweet-smelling cheese. If you wish to take it with you, put it in your pack. I will take the cheese. I'll put it in my pack. Uh, does it count as a provision? I'm going to put it in provisions. Jeez. Uh, leave the room and continue northwards. Turn to 303. You arrive at the end of the passage, where it meets another going east-west. East, west. But an iron portcullis blocks your way, With no amount of, ch- uh, and with no uh, bleh, and no amount of charging is going to budget. On the wall to your right are two levers. 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 I always get that mixed up. I'm not sure which is the British and which is the American. Switches. We're going to go with switches, because I can never remember which is which. Uh, and it seems likely that they have something to do with raising the portcullis. Do I wish to pull the right or left? I think we've established, when in doubt, choose left. Two, four, three. I'm going the wrong way. Two, four, three. Come on, be something not horrible. Three, don't be horrible. Oh dear. To your horror, you realise this is a dummy switch. And it was a trap. Although it looked like a handle, it was in fact A wax coated sword blade and you have now cut your hand badly. Did you use your right or left hand? Roll one die. If the number is odd, this was your sword hand and your fighting prowess has been severely hampered. Lose three skill points and one stamina. If you roll an even number, use the other hand so the injury is not quite so important. Lose one skill point and two stamina. Oh dear. Okay, come on. We want it to be even so we don't lose loads of skill. It was even. It was a two. I'm not lying. I promise. Uh, So we lose a skill. So we've got ten now. So we're not quite as skillful as we once were, and we also lose two stamina, which puts us on twelve. Which is, um, yeah, it's not, it's not the best. It's not the best at all. I'm going to pull the other switch. So if you don't wish to pull the right lever, you won't be getting much further. I Remember which hand you will use. <laughs> uh, yes, I have to pull the other switch. Uh, one, two, eight. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You hear a deep rumbling noise and the ground begins to shudder. Slowly and noisily, the portcullis rises into the ceiling. You may now walk to the junction. Will you turn west or east? I mean, left has letters down. It has letters down, so let's go east. Let's turn right. Uh, it, so, number 58, so we're after. 5-8. The old 5-8. Cautiously you creep along the passage. After a short time, it sharply turns north. At the corner, there is a bench of solid wood, and above the sign it reads, Rest ye here, weary traveller. Here you may stop and eat provisions if you wish. Turn to page 15. I will, you know what? If it's a trap, it's, and I don't know, this could be terrible. Let's turn to 15 and just see. Let's just, yeah, let's, let's rest and eat some provisions. You sit on the bench and eat your food and begin to feel deeply relaxed. The aches from your body seem to be soothing themselves away. This resting place is enchanted. You may restore two additional stamina points as well as the normal amount, but only if it does not exceed your initial stamina. I will restore one skill point if any have been lost. How did I... I feel like... Are there pages missing from my book about what provisions do? I just... I don't remember seeing it. Oh yeah. May eat only... One meal at a time. Eating a meal restores four stamina points. When you eat a meal, add four points to your stamina and you deduct one point from your provisions. How many provisions was I meant to have? It just says I had provisions. But I didn't use them before because I didn't know, I didn't know how many I had. Uh, how many provisions do I have? Is there a dice I was meant to roll? Or maybe it's just the cheese I could eat. I don't know. Ah, oh, enough provisions for ten meals. There we are. So that's how many I have of ten meals. Okay. So, getting back to it. So, here we are. I sat on the bench, I scored 2 stamina plus my 4 from the provisions, which puts me, uh, well, I can't go over 16, but I'm on, so I'm on back on 16, and I recovered my skill, so I'm back on 11 skill. I'm glad I stayed at this place now. When you're ready to continue, move along to 3, 6, 7. It was well worth staying. You arrive at another junction in the passageway. If you would like to turn west, turn to 2, 3, 5. If you would like to go east, turn to 3, 2, 3. Let's keep going east and we'll go three two three. Three 323. Three, two, three. My brain is a sick. Just keep forgetting what I'm doing. There we are, three, two, three. After a few meters you reach another three way junction. You might either go north, turn to page eight, or east, turn to two five five. Shall we go north? Let's go north. Go to page eight. Let's let's jump north. The passage ahead of you ends at a sturdy door. You listen but hear nothing. You try the handle, it turns and you enter the room. As you look around, you hear a loud cry from behind you. and and swing around to see a wild man leaping towards you wielding a large battle axe he's a mad barbarian and you must fight him barbarian has a skill of 7 and a stamina of 6 here we go, gotta fight the barbarian I can escape, but I'm gonna fight the barbarian barbarian's skill is way lower than mine so I beat him up because he he rolled a 4 and I rolled a 6 so he takes 2 he's on 4, let's roll again Ooh, he rolled a seven, and I rolled a nine. I Oh, wait, sorry. No, I rolled a five, and he rolled a nine. Uh, how much more skill do I have than him? I have a total four skill more than him. Five versus nine. What happens in a draw? Da, 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 da. If it's a draw, both attack strengths total the same. You avoid each of the blows roll again. Nothing happens. He rolled a two. I rolled a ten. Pow. He's on two health. I rolled a five. He rolled an eight. That's fine. The barbarian is dead. I have defeated the barbarian. Turn to 273. A search of the room reveals nothing of any value, although in an old box in the corner contains a wooden mallet and five short stumps of wood, sharpened at one end. You may take these with you if you wish. Sure, why not? Um, So, mallet, mallet, wooden stump, times five. And you can now leave and take the door in the north wall, turn to 189. The door opens into a short corridor which ends several meters ahead at another door, similar to the one you've just come through. You listen and hear nothing. You try the handle and it turns and allows you into another room of a similar size. But this room is splendidly decorated with polished marble floor and rough walls painted white. On each of the four walls hangs a painting. There is another door to the north, you can either go straight through the door or you may stop and look at the paintings. Let's have a look at these paintings. Maybe they'll show me who the warlock is or something. I don't know. Let's go to twenty five and have a look at the paintings. Either that was a trap, you know it's always one of the two with this with this book. Uh, number twenty five. The paintings are the portraits of men. Your spine shivers as you read the nameplate under one of the wo- one on the west wall. It is that of Zagor the Warlock, whose treasure you are seeking. You look at his portrait and realise you are pitting yourself against an awesome adversary. You have the feeling that you are being watched and noticed the piercing eyes follow you as you move. You find yourself drawn towards the portrait and your fear rises. Oh dear. Lose one's skill. Do you have the courage to combat the warlock? You may either lead through the door straight north but treat this as an escape. Or you may look through your, look through your pack for a weapon to use against the warlock's power. I don't really know what I'd use. Maybe the mystery glove. We lose a skill, so we're on 10. We lost a skill, which is a shame. Should we see if we've got anything to use with the warlock's power? Maybe the glove is a thing that lets me do it. Let's go 340. You try various items of equipment against the gaze of the painting, but none seem to work. You may try any of the following if I have them. Slash the painting with my sword. Hold up a jewel in front of it. Plunge a wooden stake into it. Throw cheese at it. I mean, I don't have a jewel, so that's not going to happen. I think the cheese is probably not right. I'm gonna guess maybe the steak could work, like it's wood and they were nearby. Either that or slashing it could be a thing. Let's go with the wooden steak. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let's use the steak. 241 steak. 241. You attack the portrait with a wooden stake, but feel a wrench of pain in your wrist. You are forced by some unseen power to drop the stake and decide to run and leave through the north door. Turn to page 90, but lose one more skill point in all of the warlock's power. Oh dear, we're on nine. We are becoming less and less dexterous, apparently. Turn to page 90. Damn, maybe it was sword. I can sword probably had the same result, you would have thought. Maybe it was the cheese. You open the door into a narrow passage and follow it northwards. Some metres up the passage, it turns to the east and then turns up to the north. However, there's a second bend. There is a small alcove in the rock. It seems a convenient hiding place and a large rock forms. Comfortable seat. You may stop and eat provisions if you wish. When you have rested, continue northwards. Yeah, I've got full health. Turn to 253. The passage ends in another wooden door. This time a small one with carving... With carvings? With carved bone handle. You listen but hear nothing coming from inside. You try the handle and the door opens into a pear-shaped room with a rough stone floor making walking across it somewhat awkward. Is this the shut-up-and-sit-down room? Pear-shaped floor. Could be. Could be. Could wear Pear lives, Could be. Seems unlikely. <laughs> in, in one corner of the room is a pile of rubbish, mainly stones and dust, but there is also two ob-shaped pieces of wood and a length of rope a door in the north wall leads on will i examine the bits of wood study the length of rope or lead through the north door i think the rope could be interesting although the wood could also be interesting should we have a look at the wood the odd shaped pieces of wood is that interesting or not i reckon the rope go with rope because if i had if i could pick up the rope a rope might just be useful like you know climbing down somewhere climbing up somewhere tying something up. So let's go with a rope. One, two, five. You pick up the rope. It looks normal, but in fact it looks like it might be quite useful. You open your pack and put it in. Suddenly it comes alive in your fingers and snakes snakes quickly up your arm and attempts to wrap itself around your neck. You struggle to cut the rope with your sword before its grip tightens. Test your luck. Got a luck of six. Come on. i want my roll in two dice, not one. Ten. I do not... I am not lucky. Uh... If you are not, the root titans. Lose one stamina point. So my luck actually goes down. So it's on five. And my stamina is now on 15. You must test your luck again to try and cut the rope. And keep trying until you do. Each time you fail, lose another stamina. And reduce your luck if you finally defeat the... Oh, you are kidding me. (laughs) No! The rope is going to kill me. I'm on 14 and four. Oh no, um. Uh, oh no, thirteen and three. Oh no, <laughs> twelve and two, and the rope has just killed me. Okay, so we're gonna. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go and rewind back to a point when I had sixteen health. Without space in the box. HP sixteen, luck six, and go back to where we were before, which was and then not do the rope bit. I figured it would be a nice rope, you know, a friendly you know, just a friendly rope, wanting to be friends, but it was not wanting to be friends. Here we are. So um should we try examining the wood instead this time? Let's let's So Prince of Persia you know, sounds a Time style, we've, we've died, and it's gone. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Instead, you examined the bit of wood and went to 328 instead. And didn't die horribly to being strangled by wood. <laughs> strangled by wood. Strangled by rope. Uh, so 328. Both pieces of wood are Y-shaped and smooth, as if washed up from a river. You may put these into your pack and then either leave the room through the north door, or stay and examine the rope. If you take the pieces of wood, you must leave... One item from your pack. Okay, let's take a piece. Let's take the wood. Let's take the wood. Yeah. Let's leave the. We leave the the wooden stumps. Yeah. Leave the stumps. Y-shaped wood. One two five. We didn't die from wood. One two five. One two five. Da 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 da. da it's one two five. No 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 no. I didn't pick up the rope. Seventy three. I was like, that's just the rope again. <laughs> no, not the rope. Uh, yes, 73. The passage ahead leads you northwards. The rocky floor becomes sandy until eventually you are walking on a sort of coarse sand. You notice the passage is widening, and ahead of you can hear a flowing river. You continue until you find yourself in a large cavern through which a river flows. Turn to 218. Cool. Might be at the river, finally. You are on the south bank of an underground river, facing across it. black depths. There appears to be four ways of crossing. To your left... A rusted bell sign. Ferry service. Two gold pieces, please. Please ring. There is a small raft in front of you on the bank with a stick resting beside it. You could punt across the river. A rickety old bridge crosses to the Rhine. If you don't trust any of these, you may swim. Which will you choose? I think we should ring the bell. We've got 26 gold from before, so let's ring the bell. Page three. Page three, number three. Let's ring the bell. The bell gives a dull clang and after a few moments you see a withered old man climb into a small rowing boat moored on the north bank. He rows slowly across to you and moors the boat and limps up. He asks you for three gold pieces. When you're pressed to the price, he mumbles some flimsy excuse about inflation. He begins to get angry about your protestations. Do you pay him the three gold pieces? Yes, sure, pay him the three. Twenty-three. I mean, I thought said do that yet, yeah, but yeah, twenty-three. I'm not threatening the old man. Just pay him the three, two, seven, two. He calms down and takes the gold. Deduct this from your gold. You row across the north bank. After mooring the boat, he ambles off down the passageway. Turn to page seven, number seven. You're on the north bank of a fast-flowing river in a large underground cavern. Turn to two and four. Ugh, back and forth. Rah, here we are. Facing northward, the rock's face is smooth and glistening with moisture. Moss of many different hues grow on the surface. There is an eerie silence punctuated by the splashing of the river as it flows behind you. You have three options: a a passage runs off to the northwest. If you take this route, turn to two and. A large timber door is directly in front of you in the middle of the rock face. If I open it, go to there. Finally, another passage runs along the river eastwards to follow this along the river bank, so I can to go along the river bank. Into a passage or through a large door? Should we go through the door? Let's go through the door. 104 through the door. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? 104 through the door? Yeah, 104 through the door. You find yourself in a short, narrow passageway with a door head to the north. You try this door. Turn to 49. The door squeaks open on rusty hinges. The room is dark and your eyes begin to adjust themselves as you close the door behind you, you hear a shuffling in the room. Before you can react, a blow to your head knocks you senseless. Lose two stamina. Oh dear. we on 14. Turn to 122. Oh no, the door was a bad idea. You awake with a, th- with a throbbing head and look around. The room is about eight metres square with doors to the north and south. You have been dumped in the southwest corner, standing motionless in the centre of the room Are four men. At least they appear to be men. Their skin is a greedy grey colour, their clothes are tattered and torn, and they are all staring vacantly at the ceiling. One carries a club, one a scythe, one an axe, and one a pick. They are ignoring you completely. Around the room are various peasant-style weapons, pitchforks, axes, pointy-six, and so on. One or two shields, and several barrels. In the northeast corner is a human corpse with a sword in one hand and a shield in the other. You move your hand up to your head and feel for signs of blood. I reveal, relieved to find, you are not bleeding. But as your hand moves, the strange creature in the centre of the room turn their eyes down towards you. Did you try to talk to them? Jump to your feet and charge them with your sword or scramble through the exit? Hmm. I don't know. They look a bit... So the picture here makes them look a bit scary. And uh, the guy in the corner looks like a skeleton holding stuff. Should we try and talk to them? Because, I mean, there is four out of my... My skill is now down to nine. I should just I put out space in the box. So I should write that down there as well. Um, should we try talking to them? See if they are talkative? Try us try talking to them. 268. Last time I didn't talk to them. I ran it through and it was an old man who could have helped. Their vocabulary is limited to a series of moans and groans. They appear not to be intelligent at all. Furthermore, your conversation merely serves to attract their inter- attention to you. They grip their weapons and look as though that you will have to fight them. However, there is a car. Uh, there is a slim chance that you can make it to the door you came in through. If you try that door, turn to thirteen. If you have resigned yourself to battle, turn to two eight two. I think we fight two eight two. They can't be that tough. The four creatures shuffling towards you are mindless zombies. Their vacant eyes suggest their actions are controlled by a will which is not their own. You are still too dizzy to think properly, but you must must act quickly. The first zombie reaches you and prepares to swing his club. You must fight him. The zombie has a skill of 7 and then 6. So, 7 and 6. My skill is only 9. So, if, it's be- if he beats me by 2, he does damage to me. 5 and 6. Uh, it's a draw. Oh, seven even. I forgot my dad. Yeah, no, I've got 6 and they've got 5. Uh, so, yes, it is. Uh, I win. I, I'm the greater. Gosh. Uh, four. Yes, I win. He has to be too greater than me not the other way around. So, go. Twelve against Amiga Four. He takes another two. I've been quite lucky with these rolls. That's where my downside is going to happen now. I'm lucky and it's going to screw me. Oh, here we go. Uh, so, he's one away from me, but I'm still higher, so it's fine. That zombie is dead. If you defeat the first zombie, add two luck points and turn to face the others. Oh, nice. I'm back up to, I'm up to luck of eight. Can my luck ever exceed my total in this way? No. Okay, so it can never exceed my initial value, which is seven. So it's seven. I should use my luck more often. Next time I take a hit, I can probably try and use it. Uh, in the other three, turn to face you. Fight each in turn. So, zombie with a scythe has a skill of seven, uh, of six and a stamina of six. Zombie with a pick has a six and a six. And the zombie with an axe is a six and a five. So one at a time. Zombie with a scythe. Bring it up. Zombie with a scythe, I best in a in nine to three. So yep. Four, uh, seven to seven, but my skill is higher, so by one. Only, no by two even. Uh three. Gosh, three. I'm getting excited. Uh so yeah, it's on two. Uh here we go. I've got five to eight. Ooh. My skill is higher by 3, so we draw and roll again. 5 to 7, same again, we draw. Uh, 9 to 12, I win. No, 8 to 12, rather, I win. He is dead. And the next one with a pick, let's go. 4 to 2, I think that that's a draw, is it? Uh, 8, My his skill plus 4. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. it doesn't even beat my 9, so yeah, it's fine. 3 plus 6. I win twice. That's, uh, it's on, he's on 2. Come on, Mr. Zombie. Ooh, 9 versus 7. So, 15 versus my 7, which is 16. Plus my 9, so he's dead. Zombie with an axe so slightly less stamina. We can do this. Oh, no, he got a perfect 12 against my 3. Uh, 12 is 18, and my 3 makes mine. Oh, that's going to hurt. Right, let's try and use, let's try and use some luck. Uh, do, 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 do. Luck in battle. I think it will help me recover some health. If the creature has just wounded you, he has. i take two damage. Test luck to try and minimise the wound. If you are lucky, you may avoid the full damage. Restore one point of stamina. So, yeah, test my luck. I rolled five, so instead of doing two, he just one. So I'm 13. i use one of my luck. Right, uh, this zombie is... is still on full health is he yeah i think so uh seven versus nine so his seven plus six um 13 my nine plus nine is 18 it's fine that's put him down to three he rolled two against my eight that's him down to one come on last zombie seven to eight i win he is deadest if you defeat all four, turn to 115. Whew, I mean, we took a bit of damage there. That was actually you know, a bit tense. we rolled 12. 115 for this, uh, the old zombies. The poor wretches lay dying at your feet. Almost look happy to be relieved of the burden of life. But as you look down, you sense that you are not the only one to know of their deaths. Looking around the room, you may investigate the weapons lying on the ground. Go over to the dead body in the northeast corner or check the barrels. I don't think any of the weapons are going to be any good. I think they're all probably a bit naff. And I don't think they'll probably have anything in them. So I'm going to check the barrels, I think. The barrels contain a clear brown liquid. You sm- you sniff it. It smells like rum. You taste it. It is rum. You cup your hands and pour some in and take a swig. You gasp. By golly, it's good. Restore six stamina points and one luck. Oh, nice. So my stamina goes back up to 16. And my luck goes back up to seven. Awesome. Back to... A noise startles you, prompting you to leave the room quickly. You walk up to investigate the north door, to 205. The door opens and you find yourself in a dark crypt of some kind. The room is very large. At one end is an altar and various coffins are strewn about the room. There is a door behind you in the south wall and also one in the west wall. If you want to investigate the room further, turn to 254. The place gives you the creeps you can leave by the west door. I want to investigate this room. The picture—I'm scared. It's got a picture. It's got a pillar in it and lots of you know coffins. But one of them's got quite ornate, um, quite ornate carvings in it. So I'm going to investigate this room two five four. The silence is deathly. A slow drip startles you as you creep around the coffins. The altar—the altar—the altar is ornate. It. Oh, it's an altar that bit, not a coffin. And uh, is, uh, the altar is ornately carved and studded with jewels. Beautifully woven drapes hang from the walls, although they are threadbare in places. There are three coffins around the room. A creaking noise makes you whirl around. The light from your lantern falls on the largest coffin. It is opening. You watch the tall man with a white face sits upright, his eyes open and fall on you. His expression changes from one of tranquility to one of abject hate. His mouth opens and a terrifying hiss comes from his throat. His teeth are wolf-like. He beckons you to come over. Do you approach him as he wishes? Draw your sword and prepare to attack? I, is he a vampire? He's a vampire, isn't he? I should not have got rid of those wooden stakes. Maybe the Y-shaped wood will help. Um, two, two seven, nine. let's see. 279, maybe we can do something. The creature you're facing is a vampire. You have various lines of attack. Your sword will do little damage. A crucifix will hold him at bay, but you will not kill him. If you have either of these, you may use it to get your way through to the... To the west door. If you are determined to kill the vampire, you must overpower it and drive a wooden stake through its heart. If you have a wooden stake and wish to try and kill the vampire, turn to page 17. If you have none of these, draw your sword and turn to 3-3. Three, three. I mean, I don't, because I got rid of the wooden stakes. Um, unless the Y thing counts? I don't think it does. No, I don't think it counts. So I'm going to just try and leave. because, Like I said, I can't kill him otherwise is just going to be endless. Also, he's probably really strong. So, I'm thinking we just try and leave. Go to 380 and just try and leave. You're in a narrow east-west corridor. Looking westwards, you see a crossroads ahead. You go on to the crossroads. Turn to 37. Oh, I wish I'd got rid of those wooden stakes now. Standing at the crossroads, you may either go north, west, or south. I think we should go west. I feel like going west. You follow the passage westward until it turns around a corner to the south. Just before the bend is a signpost which reads Under Construction. In front of you is the beginnings of a staircase leading downwards. Only three steps have been built so far. A number of shovels, picks and other tools were lying on the ground by the steps, but as you turn the corner they suddenly flurry into action and begin working on the steps. You are now watching various tools digging and hammering as if being handled by invisible workers. A humming chant comes louder and you recognise it as Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go. As you stand watching, you start to chuckle. The is quite amusing. You sit and watch and even manage to chat with some of the magical tools. Gain two stamina points and one skill point while you relax. Then turn back up the passageway to the crossroads. I mean, that's good. I recover a skill back on ten. I mean, I can't recover any, any stamina, but uh, let's go north. Three, three, six. You are following a passage which leads ahead to the north. After several metres, it bends sharply to the east. You continue eastwards until you eventually come across a narrow opening in the north wall. You may go through this opening, turn to 89, or continue eastwards, turn to 62. Yeah, let's go through the opening, 89. You climb through the opening and find yourself at the top of a narrow staircase leading downwards. Cautiously, you descend down the stairs. The narrow staircase is cut into the rock, and there are about 20 steps leading down. At the bottom of the steps, a passageway leads you into a large open chamber. This chamber stinks of putrefying flesh. The smell is so bad that you are tempted to turn back. Three bodies lie in the chamber. You may search the bodies or tiptoe quietly through the room. What will you do? Search the first body, search the second body, third body, or tiptoe through the room. I don't like the idea of searching any of these bodies, so I'm going to tiptoe through the room. You tiptoe through the room, up a narrow staircase, ending at the top of the stairs in a passage. That was easy, you think, and you begin to have second thoughts about whether it would have been worse while searching the bodies. Damn, now I do. If you want to return and search the bodies, starting with the third, turn to 148, if I want to press on. I, no, that's, that sounds like a trap. I'm going to go 197. i screw this, I'm continuing on 197. As soon as I do anything, trap. I reckon that's what my thoughts are. At the top of the stairs, the passage turns sharply to the east. As you pause to get your bearings, you hear the creaking in the rock behind you. Spin around in time to see a heavy portcullis drop to seal off the passage behind you. Your only way now is forward. You must either press forward or check the walls, the secret passages. Ooh, I do like myself a good secret passage. Let's try and do that. 295. You find no secret passage. However, your explorations attract some sort of creature. And as you listen, you can hear something coming down the corridor towards you. To find out what sort of wandering monster you have come across, turn to 161. You must fight the creature, and if you defeat it, you may press on down the passage, turning to 48. However, at section 161, you will not be told where to progress to, so write down 48. Now you will know where to go after 161. 48. Make sure you have noted down the reference as instructed on the last page, you will return to that reference and deal with the creature you are about to encounter. Yeah, forty eight, And wrote down. Defo wrote down four eight four eight four eight. Your tapping and scratching the rock's surface as you search for secret doors and passageways resound throughout the dungeon corridors. Various creatures now roam freely through the underworld, and your noises have attracted the attention of one of the following monsters. Roll one die. Consult the table below to find out what I have wandering monsters never carry any treasure. I roll the 3, I'm fighting a gremlin, which seems like one of the best ones to afford. Some of them are really bad. There was a troll, and the troll is a skill of 8. Troll. So, okay, the gremlin, skill of 6, stamina of 4. 6, 4. Let's do this. Let's flatten out my rolling surface. That's just on my legs. Okay, so my skill is 10 now, so... Unless it's five higher than me, we're fine. Four is a draw. So, six versus my eight. It's not happening. It's, uh, it's on two. Give okay, this a good thorough shape roll. Uh, four versus my five. I win again. Zero. I've had some stellar rolls. Maybe, I just, maybe th- these dice are just not as good. I mean, they... They are slightly different sizes, which I didn't expect. Where's my dice box? I've got a box that's just a big dice that's got lots of dice in. Maybe they're just, you know... I don't know. They seem to roll fine and don't seem like they're particularly bad. I don't know. I do have a high skill, so fair enough. Anyway, the gremlin is dead. If you go east, you will turn a corridor northwards. If you go this way, turn to 391. I think we go east and sort of curve our way northwards. Three nine one. You are at the south end of a north-south corridor. Looking northwards, you can see a passage coming from the east wall. Do you want to go up this passage? Check the passage, secret passage. No, I'm not checking the secret passage anymore. Screw that. To go south, follow the bend. Yeah, it's got the passage. Fifty two. Continue upwards. Fifty two. You are standing at a T junction where the, a passage to the east comes off a north-south corridor. To go south, do that. Go north. Go east. I think T Junction. Just keep going north. Just keep going north. I'm not checking for secret passages on the way. I've decided that that is nonsense. It just ends up with monsters fighting you. 354. That's all we're doing. 354. 354. You are standing at the bend in a passage where you may either go west, south, or check for stuff as I go. I'm going to go west. Journey to the west in 308. You are standing at a crossroads to the west. the passages go f- to the west. the passage goes a few metres and turns northwards to the north. The passage ends at a door to the east. The passage continues and eventually turns southwards, looking south, the passage goes on as far as you can see north, north, north. let's go north. You are standing outside a door and you are standing outside a door at the north end of a south passage. go south, turn to there, let's go through the door. One one seven nine. One seven nine. Let's go through this door. You have entered a large square room. Broken pots, broken pottery, lie scattered all about. One large clay vase is untouched and full of clear liquid. A large bowl is full of coins. As you enter the room, the door slams behind you and you swing around to face a strange-looking creature. Half man, half bull, who is glaring at you. He is a minotaur. And he stalks towards you. He lowers his head. Horns pointed at my chest. You must fight him. After three attack rounds, you manoeuvre yourself. Okay. So, I must fight. Gotta fight the Minotaur. Um, yeah. So, Minotaur. Has a skill of nine. and a stamina of nine. He is a tough cookie. He is... Yes, this is going to be tough. This is going to be a struggle. This is... Right. Roll. Oh dear. I rolled a four and he rolled an eight. Uh, my, I'm on 14 and he is on... 17. I'm going to roll for luck. Because otherwise I'm going to take two... Right, should I just take two hits? I'll just take two damage, actually. So only two damage. 14. Takes two damage. Right. Let's fight him back. Round number two. Three versus six. Oh dear. Six. 15. I'm on 13. Not looking good. Uh, I'm on 12. He's on. He rolled five. I rolled eight. He takes two damage, finally. on seven. Do we think we'll be able to kill him? After three rounds, I maneuver myself so I'm able to run. And I can escape by paying the escape penalty. Hmm. I, sh- I think maybe I could kill him. Should we roll for luck now? Because if we roll for luck, we do an extra chunk of damage, don't we? let roll for luck. Seven. Yeah, we'd succeed in luck is luck. Two damage when you do it in damage. First one on five. We got this. Seven versus six. That's a draw. We'll both hit 16. Five versus nine for me. He takes another two. He is on... Three health, uh, nine versus nine. But I have one more, so I do two. Do we use a luck? Use a luck to try and bash him in? No, no, we just yeah, we just take two off him, so he's on one health. Oh, uh, it's seven versus five. Uh, he he beats me up. I'm on ten health. It's seven versus eight. I beat him. He is dead. The minotaur is defeated. Oh. Crap! If I continue kill it, fighting him, oh, if you continue fighting him, kill him, turn to two five eight. I was like, I, thought I had to turn something before that. I thought something else was going to happen. Two five eight. Right. You sort through the broken pots and find little of interest. The liquid looks and smells and t- smells and tastes like water. Coins in the pot are a fraud. Eight genuine gold pieces lie on the surface of a pile, and you may take these. Okay, so I can get eight. So I mean, that's not bad. I'm on thirty-one. But underneath is merely painted pieces of pot. As you tip the vase out, it slips and breaks. A red-coloured key appears. Hmm. Hidden inside the false bottom of the bowl. You may take this key. It is inscribed with the number 111. Okay. Got key. Key. Ugh. Key. 111. You may rest here and eat some provisions. If you, may, you may add two luck points for defeating the manotaur. Does that mean my maximum luck goes up by two? I think that's what it means. It's not recover, it's add. So my max luck is now nine so, yeah, let's eat some provisions. Uh, I'm assuming it also add two, so I'm on eight of nine. I'm going to eat my provisions, so I've got eight left. Eight provisions. I go up by four, so I'm on fourteen again. There we are. Turn to four, Fifty-four. <laughs> you are standing outside a door at the north end of a north-south passage. To go south, turn to three-oh-eight. To go through the door... Is that, Is that it? There's nothing else there, so... um. 308 is then. I mean, I got some money and I got a key, which is important. You are standing at a crossroads to the west. The passage goes on a few meters and turns northwards. To the north, the passage ends at a door. To the, the east, the passage continues and eventually turns southwards. Looking south, a uh, passage goes on as far as I can see. Let's go south this time. 160. You follow a long, narrow passage which goes south, then east, then south again until you eventually find yourself at a crossroads. Turn to 267. I feel thoroughly lost at this point. 267. You stand at a crossroads. Where do you go? I mean, we've kind of gone south a bit. Should we just keep going south? 246? I see earlier why it was like, maybe have a map. Draw yourself a map so you know where you're going. Is that right? 246? Yeah. You set off south along the cobbled passageway. It swings west, then south, then west again until you find yourself at a a three-way junction. I think now we go west. 180. Please tell me I've got in a circle. I don't think so. The passageway goes west and south. Finally, you come to a stop at a dead end. You may return to the three-way junction. Or go east or north. Or you may investigate the dead end. Let's investigate the dead end. Seems weird. 22. You poke around, looking for signs of secret doors, but can find none. You pause to ponder your situation, and small jet... Oh, dear. And a small jet of gas hisses from the ceiling. You cough and choke to clear your lungs, but collapse to your knees. Your head spins and you flop to the floor in an unconscious heap. When you come to, you look around in an unfamiliar place. Ten to four. That's not good. You find yourself in a north-south passage. To the north, the passage turns east. Some metres ahead. To investigate. Go to four to six. To the south, the passage turns east. Three, three, two. Let's go forty-six. You stand at a northeast passageway. To the west, the passage turns southward after several metres. To go around this bend, turn to four. That's where I just was. Go through the door. Go to 206. Is this a different door to before then? 206? Seems different. You enter a large square room. In the centre of this room is a grey-haired old man sitting at a desk. His desk is covered in papers and parchments of various sorts. He holds a long quill pen. He's surrounded by books. Thousands of them line the shelves around the walls from floor to ceiling. As you enter, he looks up at you. Will he recognise you? If you have been in this room before, turn to 284. If not, 341. I have not been in this room before. 341. The old man glares at you as you enter the room. You may either apologise and explain you you have lost your way and leave either through the door to the west or the south. To the west or the south walls or alternatively, you may try and talk to the old man. If you want to talk to him, you can either be pleasant or you can demand the answer to your questions. Well, we should be pleasant. I just interrupted him in his reading or whatever he is doing. Two too well. Oh, let's be pleasant. Maybe he can guide me in some way. He's enraged by your pleasantries. He waves his hand in the air and mums a few strange syllables. And then points at you. You feel your head spinning. You awake in a dead end passage. <laughs> oh dear. Turn to 171. We are thoroughly lost. You are standing at the north end of a short south passage. You're at a dead end. To investigate them, we'll go to 337. Should we just... Should we, no, let's go to 187. Investigating never seems to get us anywhere apart from trouble, so 187 is. You are standing in a north bend of a passage to the end. <laughs> the north of the passage ends at a dead end. Investigate, to 171. That's where I just was. Although, go eastwards 308. Okay, come on, we can do this. We can not be lost. You were standing at a crossroads. We've been at this crossroads before. Let's go east. I know that we've been east before. 354. We have done east before. Let's go south. No, let's not. Let's go west. 308. That's back to here. So, <laughs> let's go west. 187. No, that's where I just was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> right, okay. Let's go east and then let's go south. 52. So, I a T junction comes up. So, we can either go south or north. Let's go south. Or we can go east, actually. Let's go east. You are standing in the middle of an east-west corridor. To the east is a dead end, which you can investigate. The west is a familiar junction. Rrr, turn to 52. Is that just where it was before? Yes. Another passageway, quite a short one, leads off to a north end and a large wooden door. Let's do that. Let's go that way. Uh, 227. Here we are. The door opens and you find yourself in a small, smoke-filled room. Sitting in the room around the wooden table, are four tiny men. Each one about a metre tall, but all are apparently fully mature, with weathered skin, long bushy beards. They are cursing, laughing and joking as they play a card game. Each one is leap- leaning back in his tiny chair, puffing at a long clay pipe. On the table are a number of copper coins and four mugs of ale. As you walk in, the merriment stop. They are on their guard, but don't appear to be too dangerous. One stands up and makes some comment about your lack of manners, not knocking before you came in. The others nod. their agreement. Do you? Chat to them and try and befriend them. Apologize, bow and leave the room. Offer to join their game. Draw your sword and go for the leader. I think we try and befriend them. Yeah? one three one. Or we could try and join their game. Maybe we'll join their game. Yeah, let's join the game. Let's let's play some cards. Go to 100. Hesitantly, they agree to let you join. As you play and chat, they loosen them and eventually you are all laughing and exchanging stories. They seem quite harmless. You may play cards either fairly or you may try to cheat. If you wish to play fairly, turn to 3, four, six. If you wish to cheat, turn to 91. Let's just play fairly. If we lose money, we've got loads of it. Three, four, six. The luck of the cards may or may not be with you. You may leave all your luck to the cards. Throw two dice. If the number is even, then you lose this number of gold pieces. Or all the gold if you don't have enough. If the number is odd, then you win this many gold pieces. Alternatively, you may use your luck to help you win. Test your luck. If you are lucky, throw two dice and see how many gold pieces you win. If you are unlucky, throw two dice and see how many pieces you lose. Well, that's the same thing, isn't it? Oh, no, I see. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Be odds are evens or my luck as eight. Let's roll, let's be lucky. Okay, yeah. Right. Eight or below, and I am lucky. And then, and then if I'm lucky, roll that. See how many, yeah. I roll a five, so yes, I was lucky. That goes down to seven. And then I roll two dice. See how many gold pieces I win. I win two. Oh dear, thirty-three <laughs> snake eyes. Uh, you make the appropriate alterations to my adventure sheet, and then again two points for my good fortune. Uh, which puts me on eleven luck in total. So I go up by two now. Is that how that works? I this might not be how that works, but that's how I'm doing it. Um, when this is done, turn to three one three one. Okay, one three one. It is. I mean, yeah. You chat about various things, and they seem eager to be friendly. They feel lonely in the dungeon with so much evil about them, and are happy to speak to you, they're happy to speak to visitors with a lawful disposition. They tell you that you are in the maze of Zagor. The only way out is to go deeper into the dungeon. They tell you that the way through the maze is to leave the room, turn right, left, turn right, right, left. Keep going straight, and then they begin to get a bit vague. They're not, enti- you're not, in- they're not entirely sure it's correct. You may wish to eat a meal from your provisions, but you will have to share it with them thus you will gain half normal stamina. Let's eat a meal, because we need two anyway. So, that's seven. Okay, well, let's just, let's write this down. So, they reckon we go, yeah, right, right, left, go straight. Eventually, you sank them and leave, turn to 291. Okay, 291. You are standing in the middle of an east-west corridor. To the east is a dead end, which you can investigate by turning to 315. To the west is a familiar junction. Turn to fifty-two. Another pastry, quite short one. That's what been. So right, right, really? They want me to go right in this... Sh- okay, three one, three one five. It is, I suppose. Th- the dead end appears to have no secret passages, but you can check. back into going to three o six. You still find no secret passages, but coming towards you is a monster. Never eat shredded wheat. Wheat would be left west. West would be left. They're like right. They they're not helpful. Right, go to 161 and fight a thing. Roll a dice to see what it is. It says 6, of course it's a 6. It's a bloody troll. Troll with a skill of 8 and a stamina of 4. Fighting a troll. Oops. Troll rolled a 12 and I rolled a 7. The troll has 20 and I've got 17. How annoying. On <laughs> well, 14 health. The troll. There we are. 5 versus it's 4. The troll takes damage. It's a 2. One more hit on the troll is dead. Six versus eight. The troll is dead. I didn't... Did I note down what I was supposed to do? (laughs) 291. I'm back at 291, I guess. Right, okay. So 52, I suppose it is, because there's nowhere else to go. So let's go back to 52, and then we'll try going right. T-junction, so unhelpful. I suppose we just check for secret passages in one of these. Odds, we go north. Even if we go south odds north is checking secret passages 234 234 as we check the secret passages 234 in fact you know what no i've changed my mind Change my mind before i look at it i've changed my mind northwards i've been north before i don't think anything was there let's try going south checking secret passages here we are as you try the walls at the passageway a secret door opens along the west wall turn to 117 Ah. you are standing in north south passage to the north you can see a passage off to the east in the west wall in front of you is a secret door go through this turn to 175 You are standing in a narrow corridor. Behind you is a secret door to the east. Ahead of you is a crossroads. To go through the door, turn to 177. To walk to the crossroads, turn to 267. You are standing at a crossroads. Oh my goodness, this is just taking me in circles. (laughs) Right, we're at a crossroads. Let's go right, right, left. West, 79. I'm going to start writing these down. Passageway ends in front of you to a dead end. If you wish to search for a secret passage... Turn to one three seven. Do I want to do that? Do I want to search for a secret passage? I don't think I do. Searching for secret passages never seems to act well. So let's just return to the crossroads. Let's try going east. Then three four nine. I suppose. We. I don't know. Try to think where we've been. Where we've not been. I mean, we've we've been most places. I feel at this point. I feel like we've been most places, but I'm not sure. I'm just talking allowed now, trying to mull over whether I, where I want to go. I mean, okay. Let's let's go to... Let's go east. Let's go east. I don't think we have go east. Let's do east. Okay. You walk a few metres down the passage and find yourself at a dead end. You may either return to the crossroads, not doing that again, investigate the end of the passage 30. Let's do that. A loose stone falls out to reveal a rope in the rock. Ha If you wish to pull it, turn 67. You feel... If you feel it would be wiser to leave it alone. No, no, we're doing the rock. Pull the thing. 67. You pull on the rope and a small door swings open, revealing a passage into a north-south corridor. Let's go through the secret door. 177. You're standing in a north-south passageway. To the, so- to the north you see a passage off to the east to investigate. Go to 52. I feel like I've been to 52 before. 52. Have I been to 52 before? Can I remember? I should write this down. I'm sure I've been to 52 before. I recognise it. To the south. Passage turns westward, so you may go to the southern end of the passage by turning to 391. Let's do that. I don't think we've been there. In the west, no, I've been through that secret door. The 175 secret door. Yeah, done that one. 391. Have I been there? Been to 391? Yes, I've been to 391. For oh, fuck's sake. Right, 391 whilst we to either go to 52, 48, or 362. I think I've done 52. Have I done 362? I think that's the one that led me to the 177 secret door before. So let's go 48 reckon that was the warlock before? 48. Basically just go west to 60. Oh, here we go. You walk on the corridor only to find the way west is blocked by a heavy portcullis. Back to 48, which takes me then back to 391. <laughs> I suppose we go up this passage, which is 52. I don't... Oh my goodness, me. <laughs> right, 52, which I've definitely been to 52. I'm so lost. So unbelievably lost at this point. Uh, <laughs> I mean I have no idea let's go this takes us back to the to the card playing guys let's go back 227 227 what was it Th- 291 291 227 which I think just takes us back to the card guys if I've already been to this room go to 291 oh my goodness 315 306 no, no, no that's just checking the secret passages. 291. What have we not done? We've done all of this. 354. We've been to 354. Let's go back to 354 and then go to page 14. Have we been to page 14? Number 14? Yeah, number 14 was just another one of those. Right. At this point, I'm just looking through to find out where I'm going to go. What's 187? Have we been to 187 before? No. No, yeah, we've definitely done this. Oh my gosh, I'm so lost. I'm I'm just so lost. It's ridiculous how lost I am. Ah! Uh, <laughs> go to the north three one two I think I've done this one. Three one two. This was a fun adventure until Nevi got lost and then couldn't find his way out of the maze and it drove him insane. Two four six is that is that we're being there? That's to that's to another place that takes us either north to three two nine, which is Oh Oh, this looks different. I think this is different. Okay, so you set off along a cobbled passageway, which I've been here before, to a three way junction. I'm gonna go north to three two nine. You set you fight you set off and find yourself in the middle of a north south passageway. There is a door in the western wall. Opposite the door is an eastern door. Let's go through the west wall one five seven. I think this is different. Wait, wait. Let's go eastwards rather than through any of the oh wait, the door to the north through 392, we've been through the door to the north. 392. I feel like I recognise 392. Uh, door to the north takes you to the door, another door at 206, which is at the Minotaur. Ah, here we go. If I've been to this room before, I'll turn to 284. This is about the man in the room. 284, man in the room. Is that just straight away zap somewhere else? 284. You again, says the Maze Master, obviously annoyed by this disturbance. You were disturbing my concentration. I'd be off with you. You begin to make explanations that you only returned by mistake. But as you open your mouth, an icy glare from the old man silences you. You decide to leave him to it. (laughs) You leave through the west door, which is 46, or the north. leave by the south door, which is 392. 392 takes me back where I was. 46, I think. I've been to 46, and it's not a fun place to be. No. Okay. So... I'm going to just do none of those, and instead of going, I'm going to backtrack <laughs> and go southwards, which is 238, you know, 399 nine even. Maybe he's, maybe I'm supposed to be at him. Oh, I have no idea, and I've lost where I was, uh, ah, <laughs> 299, nine. simply proceed northwards, 359. I'm at another crossroads. 94? I don't think I've been to 94, unless I have been to 94. Uh, I'm going to start writing these down. <laughs> it's another three-way juncture that takes me back to 260, which I've definitely been to. Uh, all 23, 329, 329, after there. Three, three. This has become less interesting listing material as I just get lost in a dungeon. Okay, so let's try going southwards, which is... I mean, let's try the door to the north, 392, which I think is something we've already done. Oh, dear lord, 206. This is the man with all his stuff. I've been in this room before, turned to 284. He's sick of me being here. I either go to 46 or 392. 392 is where I just was before. Number 46, on the other hand, I think is something different. Go through the door, which goes to 206. No, they're just going back and forth. <laughs> 284. Oh, I'm so lost. I'm so lost. So unbelievably lost. It's ridiculous. Right, okay, well, we're back at one again. Go up this passage, which is 52, which I think is another dead ender. Wait, no, 206. Back to the guy. He takes me then. I've been in this room before. I go to 284. And then after this point, I can kind either of go to 392, which is this here. Which means I think I should go you know, south, back down to 48. Or I could go... Ugh, oh, 52. Right. I... Okay, so let's see now. Three, three. No, not three, three, two. Uh, fifty six. Where we were. Sorry, I put the book down for a second. So if we go to, let's go north to fifty two, because otherwise we're just ambling in circles. So so yes, let's go north to three, three, five, four. Let's try going in some sort of direction here. From there, let's go. Let's continue going west. And go to 308 because otherwise, we're going to go back on ourselves. 308, which is yes, standing at a crossroads. Um, let's go continue going west. Let's go to 187. Let's see now. Let's investigate this corner uh, and hope it's not a monster because I want to fight a monster. 171. I'm standing, investigate the wall, go to 337. Come on, don't be a monster. Oh, you okay? <laughs> I wake up at 267. I don't take any damage, but it's not good. 267. Okay. So, 267. If we go let's go north. Let's go north 267. 312. That's not happening. It goes back to 3 Hello, oh no, to 308. Okay. 308. No, I want to be there. Do I want to be there? Oh, I have no idea anymore. I'm so confused. So confused. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know where I am. I've tried to write some of this down and it's not helping me. I mean, that's back at 308 then. So I want to go west, I think. Yes, west, which is 187. Have I already done this? I'm getting a feeling of deja friggin' foo. 187. I think I've just done this. I've just done a circle, haven't I? 187. Yes, but we don't go north this time. This time we go east to 308. No, that's where I just was. Oh, my goodness. Right, so... Wait, 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 wait. 187. Yeah, okay. So, it's just a dead end and a passageway that's just a track. So, let's go south to one six oh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Let's go south to 160. Yeah. No, no. 160, that's just a dead end. No, no, it's not. It's just a 267. 267. It's just because I've already been to 267 recently. Oh, my word. I'm so lost. Um... Let's go west, 79. Not done there. What's at 79? I've not really it down anyway. Let's not search for stuff there, because it always ends up being bad when we search for stuff. So let's go back to where we were. Let's instead go south. South, 246. Yes. Then let's go east. Is that right? So i have going go south. And then... I'm at two four six. I went this down so I can track where I am. Hopefully, two four six is there. That... So we've gone south. Was that? Is three two nine just where I just was? No. Okay. So let's go east from 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 there because the, that otherwise we're just gonna go back to the maze man and he doesn't like us. So we're gonna go east, which is two two nine. The passageway runs east of several meters and then runs north. You. Walk Along the north wall, I'm not going to check for any secret passages. I'm just going to go north, quite simply, go north for 359. 359, I'm at a crossroads. I think I made the mistake this previously of going the wrong way, so I'm going to go west to 385. Don't think I've done this one before, or if I have, I haven't written it down. Are you gonna go north? No, west? No, yes, no, yes. No. Yeah I'm gonna go I'm going go north. Wait, which which way off? I've got to I got to the right I was reading the wrong one. Uh travel westward for several paces then the pattern turns north. Some way up you reach a junction. You may turn south one one four I want I'll go back where I've just been. Or west two nine seven. Well, to, to the north shortly to the passage in shortly at a dead end. Hmm, interesting. I don't want to do that then. Uh unless it's a... unless there is finally a secret there. Should we try to see if it's a secret? 398 398 you feel around the rock face at the end of the passage one rock comes free and reveals a small knob with a handle on the end yes will i push it or pull it i think that i shall pull it turn to 12 please be the right thing as you pull the knob a deafening clang noise rings through the passage. You frantically push the knob back to stop the alarm, but it has already had its effect. You can hear footsteps coming closer down the corridor. You turn to, to, to 162 to find yourself what you've attracted. If you defeat this creature, you may either return to the junction or push the knob. Right, 161 one, 12. Down 12. Uh, 161 I've got a fight a thing. Right. 161 161 161 is just one of these roll the dice i am fighting a goblin it's got a skill of five and a health of three so uh i beat up the goblin and then i test for luck see if i can just finish it and i finish it the goblin is just dead because i'm just sick of fighting things let's see i'll go back to 12. 12 here we go here we go here we go here we go you pull the knob, and a deafening clang... I've done that bit. That's what I've just done. Uh, push the knob. 364, 364, 364. As you push the knob, a small stone doorway slides open. You can either ignore it and return to the junction, or you can climb through. You must make a decision quickly, as the door shuts of its own accord in a minute's time. Just climb through. 373. Three. You are at the south end of a north-south passageway. At a dead end, you can go northwards to reach crossroads. 85, another pig in crossroads. 85, you are at crossroads. I think we should go north. I don't want to go south. I feel like any of the other options are bad. So let's go north, 106. The passageway ahead runs northwards. Well, I didn't reduce my luck. The passage ahead runs northwards for some time. You may rest along the passage to eat provisions. Then it, it then bends... Yeah, let's rest. Thoughts on sixteen. I have six provisions left. The passageway ahead runs northwards for some time. You may rest along the passage to eat provisions. It then bends to the west and begins to get quite narrow. You reach a small rocky arch, which you will have to stoop to get through. On the other side of the arch, where you pause and look around, you're in a large cavern which disappears into the distant blackness. The cavern is particularly partially lit by natural light which streams through the hole in the roof. You cannot see a way through. As you shine your lantern around the cavern, you hear a rumble. A dull glow flickers in the blackness. Suddenly, a jet of fire shoots from the depths of the cavern, narrowly missing you and singeing the mossy growths on the wall. You throw yourself on the ground and look up to see a large dragon stalking out of the darkness towards you. Smoke curls from its nostrils. Its scaly red skin glistens with oily covering. The beast is some 15 metres long. How will you attack this creature? I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. Search my memory for another means of attack. Also, the picture looks pretty cool. It does kind of have slightly... uh, I've just woken it up. It's got slightly sleepy eyes in the picture. Let's see if we've got another method of attacking the dragon. Because dragon? One, two, six. Does the name Faragio Di Maggio mean anything to you? If not, you must fight the dragon. It means absolutely nothing to me. Um, yeah, one five two. Got to fight the dragon. Is it? Is this? Is this where I die? Resolve your battle. The dragon has a skill of ten and a stamina of twelve. So we're matched on stat on skill, and it has slightly less stamina. So ten, and then twelve. Okay. Well, this is going to be my biggest challenge yet. Fighting the dragon. Okay, come on. It. Got 7, I got 8, it's taken 2, I'm going to use one of my luck, try and, uh, try and do an extra extra bit of damage. I get less than my thing, I do 4 damage to it, so it's on 8. Right, let's try and do it some more. Uh, I got 9, it rolled 8, so it takes another 2, it's 7 luck, it is on 6 health. Uh, let's see, I rolled 9, it rolled 6. It's on 4. I'm getting good rolls. 10 versus 7. It's taking another 2. Oh my goodness, this is actually going up quite nicely. Ooh! Ooh! 11 versus 7. I take 2 damage. I'm on 14. Come on! 3 versus 9. I'm on 12. This is the turnaround of the dragon. It's breathing fire. It's... Duriously attacking me with all its might. It rolled an 11. I rolled 7. Oh dear. I'm on 10. I might try a... No, I'm not going to. I only need to do one more hit. Yes, finally. 7 versus 6. The dragon is defeated. I plunge my sword through it. And victorious I am. 371. What? 371. Safe for a moment. You investigate the caverns and find a passageway which continues to the west. You weigh rest and eat provisions before continuing. Add three luck points for defeating the dragon. So does that put me on ten? Is that how that works? Again, I think I'm supposed to just be on seven, but oh well. Uh, and I'll eat my provisions, which puts me on fourteen. Which puts me on five provisions. Turn to two, seven, four. Come on, the dragon was an epic fight. Surely there's nothing else left. You leave the Karen along a narrow corridor. <laughs> After several hundred meters, it ends at a large wooden door which is slightly ajar. Carefully, you ease it open with a, a little further and poke your head around the side to see what's in the room. You see an old, small old man sitting at a table on his own, playing with a pack of cards. He looks qu- like a quite. He looks quite a harmless old soul, grey-haired, bearded. He is seated. What do I do? Burst through the door, sword drawn to surprise the old man? Knock on the door and enter and greet the old man courteously. Get down on all fours and try to creep into the room unnoticed. I'm going to guess that this is the warlock. However, a frontal approach probably won't work. So I'm thinking, maybe we just talk to him. Just try talking to him. I mean, yeah. Let's try the civil approach. Because he's going to notice me. He's a warlock. I should just knock. Be polite. Three, five, six. I have to fight him either way. Then this way, you know what? Three, five, six. Three, five, six. The old man looks at you, accepts your greeting, and bids you to sit down. You sit at the table and notice that he is glaring at you. His piercing stare has become hypnotic, but you realise this and break eye contact. He opens his mouth to speak, and to your amazement, it's of an old man's voice. The whole room resonates to a powerful voice, which seems to be coming from the walls themselves. You throw a glance back at the old man. I can see him changing before your very eyes. He is of an imposing height. His tattered old rags have become robes of velvet and gold. His black eyes are fixed directly on yours. He has been expecting you. Turn to 358. The battle will call upon all your reserves of strength and cunning. Your adversary has disappeared and now stands at the far end of the room in front of a door with two locks. How will you approach him? I think I shall have a look in my pack. You rummage through your haversack. What is there? You may attempt to use any of the following items if you have them in your, on your equipment list. I don't have the eye of the cyclops or a bow with a silver arrow, but I don't have a wise stick, a piece of cheese, and the potion of invisibility. Should we go with the potion? Let's use the potion of invisibility. 39. Your opponent is surprised as you disappear in front of him but he raises his hands as if to cover his eyes. He scans the room with an intense glare. You, he can sense your presence, but cannot make out exactly where you are. You draw your sword in advance. He tilts his head and sniffs the air. You will have to fight him from a distance, as if he gets his hands on you, your invisibility will no longer be an advantage. But while you remain invisible, you have the following advantages. you may add two to your dice roll when determining your attack strength. Each successful attack will cause him three points of damage as he cannot see you. He cannot defend himself properly. Each time he deflects a wound on you, throw one dice. If it's an odd number, he wounds you as normal. If the number is two or four, he inflicts a one-point wound. If you roll a six, you can parry the blow and he does no damage. Resolve the battle. So, the Warlock. He has a skill of 11 and a stamina of 18. So... While I'm invisible, I have a skill of 13. So if he beats me by 2, then yeah. Alright, so that's quite good to know. We're, we're, we're ahead of him now on skill, because we're invisible. So, for example, he rolled a 5, and I rolled a 3. That's only a 2 difference, because I would have 16. He would also have 16, actually. So 2 difference, not 3. Uh, so it's a draw. Nothing happens. Uh, that's another draw. Both rolled 9. And we both rolled 10. Oh my goodness, this is insane. Here we go. I rolled a 6. He only rolled a 5. He takes 2 damage. I think I'm going to use one of my luck. I take 3 damage even, because I better do 5 to him. Yes, I rolled a 4 with my luck. I'm on 7. I would have done... I do 5 damage to him. He is on 13. Ooh, I rolled 5 and he rolled way more with 9. So I've got to roll a... Single dice. I rolled a four. The somebody's is two or four. He inflicts one point of damage. Cool. So I do one less. So it's thirteen. Oh my goodness! He rolled twelve, and I rolled three. So we've got to do it again. I rolled two. He does one point of damage. Twelve health overall. Come on! He's on thirteen. We just need some hits. I rolled an eight, and he rolled eleven. So yeah, uh, thirteen plus eight is twenty. One, he's on 22, because, yeah. Oh, dear. Right, for all again. Three, he wounds me as normal. I take two damage. 10. In fact, let's... No, no. We'll leave our, look, our luck for attacking. Yes, finally. We do nine, he does eight. We, have, we do three, but we're going to try and test. Ooh, we're on 10. We are not lucky. I don't know what that does, if I miss my luck on the attack. I've not actually managed to do that yet, So, uh, so I only do two. So he is on 12. Uh, I would do 2, so uh, he's on 11. Still did some damage. Oh, and I know to lose a lot. Puts me on 6 luck. Yeah, perfect 12. Right, let's roll again and try and get some luck in. We need a 6 or less. We roll a 3, he takes 5 damage. He's on 6. I've got 5 luck left. I've lost a piece of my book. I roll a five, he rolls a nine. No, sorry. I roll a seven, he rolls a seven. So I win, because I have more things than him. So uh, he takes three. He's on three. It's four versus seven. He is down. He is out. The warlock is defeated. I'm going to pick up my pages that fell on the floor and uh, figure out where they're going to be. This book is very old, and uh was sent to me by my partner's dad. As he knows I like this sort of thing. And I've been meaning to play it for a while. So this has been a good excuse. Is it the right wage? Yeah, there we are. And just a couple of the pages in the middle of falling out a bit. There we go. If you win, turn to 396. We win 396. With the warlock now defeated, you know your quest is almost over. You approach the door with two locks. There are no keys around. You retrieve two keys from your pack and try them in the locks. Is that right? They turn. You open the door and peer around. Oh, I don't have two keys. If you have no keys, you may try and break. I have two. I have, wait, 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 wait. I have one key. I have a key. If I have no keys, I can try and break down the door. I have to break down the door. Take five. Ooh, which is you know put me on put put me on five. Two four two. I have no keys. Two four two. Two four two. Put me on five health. Five staminas. Dear oh dear. The door opens to reveal a small, dimly lit room. The walls are hung with ornate curtains laced in silver and gold. A single flame burns in one corner, throwing light on a low table in the middle of the floor. On this large table is a large chest. You step up to investigate the chest, and from all around, yet from nowhere, a mysterious sound fills the room. It sounds like the rumbling of a thundercloud preparing to make a storm. You approach the chest. You can see that it is held shut by three locks. As you approach, the noise gets louder. Will you hack at the box with your sword? Search through your bag to see if you have any keys to fit. I think we'll try our key. Our oh, single key that we own. 139. During your adventure, you will have come across various keys and should have collected some of these. You may now use these keys to try and open the locks in the chest. Each key is identified by a number. To so determine whether you have the right keys, add their three numbers together and now turn to the section with the same number as this total. Where you all discover whether the key you have used the correct keys. If you do not have the three numbered key have three numbered keys, this is the end of your journey. You sit on the chest and weep as you realise you'll have to explore the mountain once more. Well, my key adds up to three. It's one one one. Or is it three three three? No, one 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 as in like yeah you know, page one one one. Is that right? I'm sure it was one one one. Oh I'm so confused it had three numbers on it. I'm sure it was 111. But page 3 and page 111 are not things. <laughs> oh. Determine whether it's the right keys. Add their three digit numbers together. Oh, so I need more... I need all the keys. Oh, dear. Maybe we should just rewind and see what happens if we try and hack in it. Because otherwise my adventure is ended. 242. Oh, I found one of them. Oh, that was... Quite good. That's 379. As you prepare to strike the box, the rumbling sound gets louder. You lift your sword high and prepare to strike. As your blade comes down on the box, a loud crack deafens you. And from one corner of the room, a small bolt of lightning darts through the air to the hilt of the sword, sending you reeling across the room. Test your luck. If you are lucky, your sword has shattered and lies on the floor, but you manage to release your grip before the lightning struck. Okay, well, my luck is currently 5. So, let's see what happened. I was unlucky <laughs> your charred remains have formed a small black outline on the floor. Next time, do not strike. try to strike the chest if you are lucky. Turn to 139. I was not lucky. I have died. And I don't think, even... Because that would just send me to this bit. I didn't find the keys. And I'm taking it as my adventure ended with me being burned to a crisp as I tried to hack away at the box. My sword is shattered. Thank you for um, joining me on this adventure. Apart from the bit in the middle where I got rather lost and wandered around the caverns for about an hour, it was really good, and I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to I'm gonna try and do another one of these. I've got quite a few of these game books. Uh, so, yeah, def- I've definitely got, like, I think, I've got the Sorcery Trilogy as well, or Quadrology Series, we'll go with. Um yes. If you found this podcast playthrough thing without the website attached, then you can find us over at bitsandpieces.games, where we've got lots of other articles, videos, and more podcast things like this. Interviews, our regular podcast, and a mini-series we've been doing on the Monster Hunter World video game. You can also find us on social media. Um, we're on Twitter, at bitspluspieces, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, at those bits and pieces. Uh, I have been Nevada Drew, and thank you very much for adventuring through the Warlock of Firetop Mountain with me. It's mean. I think I did really well. had some very good dice rolls. Uh, but eventually, I just didn't have the right keys to open the doors. So no treasure for me. My choice was either to be stuck without any treasure, waiting to open a box that I would never open, or burnt to a crisp. And I'll let you decide which outcome uh, is preferable. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? Anyway, thank you for listening. Goodbye.